if you want to go down to the stream to get some fish, but you don't have a pole or a string or a smaller fish, we'll grab that darn axe and you'll be all set. You'll be eating fish. It's axe fishing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved, where three of us lovely gentlemen are playing our way through all of the Halo games in anticipation for Halo Infinite. Uh, I am your first guy who drops in from the down the storm to fight the bad guys, Dave. I am your purest form, Blaine. And I am your longest mission in a Halo game, Andrew. Guys, before we start talking about the missions we played, the whole point we're playing this up in anticipation for Halo Infinite, news... Halo Infinite has been delayed till 2021. Real yeah. quick, real quick thoughts before we get into the missions. I'm Blaine is sad. Yeah, Dave is sad. I feel responsible <laughs> because they heard our podcast and how we've been <laughs> shitting all over their game for the last month <laughs> or whatever. I'm I'm disappointed only because I feel like the Series X really needed a, a strong launch title, and I don't know what that is anymore. But I'm glad that they're gonna actually like take the time to make the Halo game good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So I, I'm sorry. I mean, obviously, it's I want a Halo game. Been looking forward to it, and literally, that's the reason we're ma- we made this podcast. Because I woke up one day and it's like, well, why don't we do a Halo one? Because mm-hmm. we might have enough time to finish all the games. But uh, I, yeah, I would rather have it be good. And I think there's a quote from Miyamoto that a game that's delayed will eventually be good, but a bad game that's rushed is gonna be bad forever. Like. Right. And, I mean, I think that really rings true, and especially, yeah, uh, a game like this, this magnitude, they can't get it wrong, and I I know pushing it back is kind of getting it wrong, but at the same time, it's recognizing this isn't a finished product, and we need to make this right. Um, So I can appreciate that, and yeah, I think I would rather wait an extra... Three, six, nine, twelve months. I don't know what it's going to be. Exactly. They didn't. They they conveniently <laughs> left out how far into twenty twenty one it was going to be pushed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I agree. Especially when they were already kind of talking about how we're going to release it, and then there's going to be a patch to add in the ray tracing, and then it's going to look real good. It's like, mm-hmm. well, let's just can't you get that done? Like, you should launch with the good stuff. You shouldn't launch, mm-hmm. you know with needing patches you know right i mean i'm sure you'll add stuff in later on but it should it should you should plan the launch that way yeah i mean (laughs) at that point why not just plan to launch it on xbox one in Mm -hmm. 2020 and then have the xbox series x version come out later well i think my guess is the the Xbox One is the problem. They're you know they're trying to make a next gen game for a seven year old console. Yeah, and so that I, I, to me, I bet that is a big factor in getting it done on time and getting it right. Is yeah, the Xbox One is holding it back. I'd say. 
Do you guys think pure, last pure speculation? Last thing before we we get into the actual episodes. Do you guys think so? They're saying it's delayed because of COVID. Oh, it's right? real convenient. Do you think it's actually because of COVID, or do you think it's because their premiere did not go how they thought it was going to go? I think it's both. A little bit of both. I think that their progress hasn't gone as 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 well as they had hoped it would this year and the premiere definitely showed the side effects of it so i think they can sort of bucket it all underneath you know in the covid bucket but yeah sure it does feel mm-hmm. like the reception this is definitely uh, a response to the reception that they had it was like oh shit I guess we can't hope that people won't notice how shitty this game looks. <laughs> also, you know what? I bet it, it's also a thing where they've been working on it for like five years. So maybe they maybe this that was the first time they like took a step back and looked at it from mm-hmm. from having just been like heads down for however long, mm-hmm. and then and then they were just like you know because it's it's hard when you're really focused on something. To, to get a, a an appreciation for what it is until you take a step back and take a look at it. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that could very well be. And I bet they're actually looking to get beta testing because I don't know how much beta testing they even got or if they had any alpha testing with some of this stuff. You know, they've never released any multiplayer footage or anything up until that release um right so oh and who knows if they will right because i think they were supposed to do multiplayer stuff this month right in august or maybe i'm just filling in gaps but like i i had thought that the plan was to just show some campaign stuff in july and then in a future update they'll show multiplayer so who knows if they'll even show it until it gets like the shiny new coat of paint that they're they're most definitely trying to put on it right it was such bullshit when i one of the one of the like head marketing people at microsoft was like oh yeah just just rewatch the video in 4k it'll make it look better and it's like yeah right it- it did, no. but it's, you can tell. Well, it, sure, it's it, missing polish yeah. for sure, and it's still eighty-five percent complete. But yeah, yeah, it's not a full hundred percent game at that point, even in four K and sixty frames per second. So anyway, Halo Three. Yeah, back Dave. to Halo Three. So yeah, this week or um, last week, we were supposed to play through the Storm, Floodgate, and the Ark. Um, I guess real quick thoughts before we jump into the missions now. Um, I guess I'll go first. I am kind of continuing my whole premise of Halo 3. I forgot these ones. So the other games I remember pretty well, I forgot how, like, these ones. But, man, these are fun. As soon as I got into the missions, I remembered them, and I really had a good time um, with all three of these. Uh, I really thought they were enjoyable. I played two of them in one night, and then I think it just got late. I played the third one, but what, did, what were your guys' overall impressions of the missions before we dive in? Yeah, I I thought they were they were fine. Um, the first one we're going to talk about I thought was the most fun. Uh, introduced the mongoose. We can talk about that, but 
the the one I'm going to be talking about is really short, and the third one we're talking about is really long. Yeah. Um, the pacing is just kind of weird, and I don't you know the the game isn't meant to be played <laughs> in these chapter chunks and then reviewed three at a time. Like that's just the, the arbitrary parameters we're putting on them. But mm-hmm. right. So I've I've had to, I've found myself having to take a step back from that because yeah the pacing is weird. Well, especially in Halo Two, right? We're doing it in three part chunks. They're clearly meant as two mission chunks: two mm-hmm. the Arbiter, two Master Chief. So it's kind of hard to, I don't know, not be biased because of that, you know, because it, it does feel kind of choppy, but yeah, yeah. Andrew, anything you want to add before we get it, get going? Um, I guess they were giving us, you know, in, in past games, our biggest complaints were, you know, not enough outdoor vehicle driving levels. Well, they certainly delivered it. <laughs> it's I think too too much of a good thing. Maybe who knows? We'll talk well, about I, it. Yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah. So getting in. So the last mission before this was Savo Highway, where the whole point is you're getting to the city of Voy. So mission one, the storm. You have arrived at the city. You need to clear the city of anti-aircraft wraiths as well as an anti-aircraft gun so that the fleet can get around uh, the Prophet of Truth's kind of ship because he's been doing some digging and you got to get in your air support. So you you start off your riding shotgun in a warthog um, just kind of a little cutscene kind of you're driving up and you enter into these buildings. They're kind of like, I don't know, are they like garages or something? You have to go in and you have to open up these doors mm-hmm. so that the, the convoy can get through. Um, and you, there's a, you go into a room, there's a bunch of covenants. You, gotta, you can either kill them all and then open the door, or you can open the door and then your buddies can help out. Um, I kept forgetting I needed to open doors, and so then <laughs> I ended up having to do all of the fighting myself. <laughs> which made it a little more challenging. I don't know if you guys... Did, did you guys take that approach, or did you try and get the doors open as, as quickly as possible? Uh, I think I opened the doors. Yeah, I, I opened the doors as soon as I could. Yeah, I kind of... I, I mean, they're literally telling you, open the doors, and I kind of uh, forgot about that <laughs> somehow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you fight through... The first one, you uh, open the door, come through, and then you open up another door, and there's kind of a pretty big swarm... Uh, grunts and jackals and, and brutes running at you, but um, it's kind of narrow, but there's little kind of alcoves you can jump in and get pretty good cover the entire time. Um, wasn't, I guess I didn't struggle too hard. And then you get a ghost and you go outside and there's um, a little driving around area and there's your first wraith tank, anti-aircraft wraith. Um, which I don't know if you guys use the ghost to take it out. I took the ghost left, and you can kind of stay up on uh, this ledge, and you can clear out a little a little tower where there's some brutes, and there's a sniper rifle, and then a um, cannon turret, which I think mm-hmm. is the first time that you see one of these, but it, mm. it launches... It's like a rocket launcher where it flies at it. It, like shoots a rocket straight up into the sky and then it comes down on on enemies which is really cool um 
don't know. Did you guys use that? I used that. Um, I remembered that when I got in here. So instead of taking it out with a ghost, I did that really just for the reason to so I could use the turret. But how did you guys take out your first anti-aircraft wraith? I must have missed that. Um, I yeah, I did not find that uh, missile launcher thing. I th- I want to say I just cruised around in a ghost. Yeah, yeah, and killed everything that way. Yeah, I mean either way, you, you take out the um, take out the wraith tank. The ghost is obviously we've talked about before, pretty awesome vehicle. Yeah. Um, so you take that out, and then there's another door that opens up, and there's a standard wraith that starts shooting at you. Um. I was pretty low on ammo at this point because I, I think my turret had run out and I had to actually, you know, use my other weapons to take out the anti-aircraft. So this was kind of like scrambling for what I could find to take out the the Wraith. Um, and then that followed up with the next wave of enemies. I remember having to use the plasma pistol and like a needler because I burned through all my ammunition. Um, but yeah, you, you fight through that and then there's... You're kind of in a back into this like garage area where you have to open up more doors and there's a little kind of crew corridor and there's a bunch of grunts and jackals and there's a brute who throws the um, power drain so it takes your shields down and there's another brute carrying a plasma turret and it's <laughs> really tight quarters and it's it's a really fun fight. Um, because I was, and like I said, I was really low on ammo. I had a couple grenades, so I, I got lucky and I stuck the one brute with a plasma grenade and made it a little easier. But yeah, that was a fun little fight. Um, I was definitely like scrambling for ammo at that point. Yeah. And so I want to say I was shooting that brute with the plasma turret with like a plasma pistol. I'm like, this is the worst idea. <laughs> yeah. This is taking forever. I, I feel like I find myself in that position a lot more than I should. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's just I have like just a plasma pistol and maybe a plasma rifle, and it's like this. This is dumb. Well, the crew quarters at the top of a staircase too, so they have the high ground. You have mm-hmm. to go up this narrow staircase to get to them. You don't have any ammo. It's yeah, it's kind of fun. Well, and it, so it's interesting. So I just played through this again. 20 minutes ago. Uh, I just put it on easy just so I could kind of refresh my memory of the level. And even on easy, I got to this point and I was low on ammunition. Like, it wasn't hard to get there, but I was out of all my ammo, so I had to use the plasma pistol again. Um, so it's, I, th- I think that was intentional. You know, that they have this really close corridors, packed fight, and you're not going to have the guns you want for it. I mean, it seems like it would have to be for me to have that same experience on easy versus heroic unless i'm just terrible at the game which we've established i guess mm. i just threw grenades a ton so I only of grenades. Had like two <laughs> i just i i i hold on on to grenades like potions in an rpg like <laughs> I, I never use them because i might need them someday see that's a good good idea as soon as i get them i throw them so but yeah, so you, you fight through this and then you have to go through and open up another door and there's a bunch of drones that come in, mm-hmm. which this sucked. I don't think I died at this point, but it took me a very long time because I, again, I didn't have any good guns and there seems like there was a lot of drones. Um, yeah. It seems like they use drones in such a way that 
you you forget about them yeah in mm-hmm. between like i remember seeing like a whole bunch of red dots on my radar and i go what is that oh maybe they dropped one of the scrambler things like i that's kind of what i assumed mm. and then drones everywhere and it's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay that's that's a thing i have to fight again yeah thanks Th- thanks for reintroducing them again yeah Perfect. I feel like they use drones as a way to kill all of your AI companions to make sure that it's just you to enter the next area. <laughs> uh, it could be. So this was actually <laughs> on my easy playthrough. I had a needler. Oh my gosh, they're easy to kill because you just spray around with a needler and you, you know, because the needle needler traces. Yeah. Mm. So you just have to get like one or two needles and then they die. Wow. So I just. <laughs> I just sprayed up in the sky and took out the whole swarm. It's so dumb. Easy is so dumb. Don't play this <laughs> game on easy. <laughs> I'll try not to. Uh, but, yeah, so you take out the swarm, you let your convoy through, and then you are introduced to the mongoose. Yeah. Which Woo. is, it's a ATV, it's a four-wheeler, where you can have a, a person mounted on the back who can fire. And it, there's no guns, so you, you, it's kind of like the warthog. You have to rely on your on your gunner. Uh, but instead of like a turret, you just have to use whatever weapon they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't worry. In this instance, there's four. Mo- I think there's three or four mongoose, and all of them already have people with rocket launchers waiting on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and as we talked about before, your companions have infinite rocket ammo. So That's I hopped nice. on. This dude was the best. AI I've had ever. We you fly into this room and there's an, another anti-aircraft rate, but there's a lot of ghosts and and um, phantoms are coming in, so there's a lot going on. I just kept doing circles and there's a kind of jumps you can go off of. Yep. He wrecked house. He took <laughs> out everything. It was the I think my favorite thing about the ghost is once you're on it, kind of like with all the weapons, if the if it starts flipping. You just stay on, and so unless it stops, and then you finally jump off. This dude is holding, so he's on the back of an ATV, holding onto a bar with a rocket launcher on his shoulder, one-handed rocket launching. As we're flipping through the air, doing 360s, he took out a ghost upside down, like mid careening <laughs> somersault. It's it's so stupid, and it's so much fun. Yeah, I I love this part. Um... Because it, it, it's just pure chaos, and it's almost as if you're dropping into like a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um, <laughs> yes. There's jumps, and there's other things, obstacles going around, and you have to I mean, skate. I was just waiting for Superman from Goldfinger to start playing, because it, <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. And you, Dave, you're absolutely right, where the guy on the back has a rocket launcher, and he just shreds people, and... You're just driving around as fast as you can because other things are trying to shoot you, and you're just yeah trying to avoid them as best you can while your guy just kills everybody. Oh man, it yeah it it is a lot of fun. It's so good. It's really a good time. I would say it's actually my favorite part of this campaign so far. Like I I was I had a shit eating shit eating grin the entire time. I want to say just just stupid. It, it might be. I'd have to think about that more but i know i think you're right just that one little area well this mission in general is just fun because there's a lot of little parts like that but um yeah yeah it's a good time so eventually your dude rockets everything (laughs) 
<laughs> does all the work for you as you just drive in circles. Um, and then you go up to this kind of um, walkway, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it takes a little while and you hear the Marine Stock and Sergeant Johnson and then you hear Scarab and like right over top of you, you see the Scarab leg come down and the Scarab crawls over and you have to have to take out the Scarab. Um, there are some mounted rocket turrets which are kind of helpful. They're more helpful if you detach them. I, I didn't even know they were there until I killed the, the Scarab. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it was so frustrating, this scarab, because like, I I we I just circled around waiting from the guy to like actually hit with the rocket, and he oh. would, he would not do it. So I had to I I jumped out, waited for the scarab to kill my guy so I could grab his rocket launcher. <laughs> this is not the best way to do this fight. Well, so right before you get the mongoose, there's like ammo crates, and there's a rocket launcher there. Mm. And so if you grab that, and then I didn't have to kill anything because my my bro killed everything. I still had a full rocket launcher. Sure. Um, and so the way you have to take out scarabs in Halo Three is you have to shoot their uh, knees, basically. You shoot the legs, and then eventually, if you damage them enough, they kind of like start buzzing out, and they'll lower down so you can jump in their butts. And then that's how you have to get aboard. Because mm-hmm. in Halo 2, you were up on a catwalk and you jumped down onto it. Um, and you fight your way through the scarab. And then there's like a glowing, kind of like a web dome kind of thing in the back. Um, and then you, you have to blow that up. So they, they change the scarabs around a little bit. But yeah. the whole point being that, you know, in Halo 2, it goes to a cutscene and it blows up. This, you just you blow it up in, in gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Honestly... Yeah, which is awesome. I preferred Halo 2's Scarab. The Scarab in Halo 2 seemed way bigger and like yes. more imposing than the Halo 3 Scarab. Right. Yeah, it it was truly invincible in Halo 2. Like they talk about how they shot it with their 90 mils and 50 cal and you know all these things and then we didn't even dent it. Right. And now you can yeah, make it blow its legs apart pretty much. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, they definitely had to do because, right? The whole idea was like, okay, we want Master Chief on the ground to kill a scarab. Yeah, but how cool would it have been if you had to ramp your mongoose off of something to land oh, yeah. on the scarab, and then like that would have been cool. Yeah, then you mm-hmm. blow, you, then you like you know do the thing to blow it up, and you get on your mongoose and you drive it off again. Oh man, <laughs> missed opportunity. Cool. Yeah, so you've you've killed two wraith tanks, you've killed a scarab. You're feeling really good. You're fully torqued. And then you got to go kill uh, this anti-aircraft gun. So you fight back into the buildings. And you're running through. It's kind of like... It looks like a construction place. It's like a factory, kind of. That's what... It looks like a factory. There's, like, shipping carts. um, And there's actually... Instead of Marines, there's actually construction workers. Mm -hmm. Like, they have hard hats on. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um... But yeah, so you, you, you kill a couple grunts, and then uh, some hunters come out. Um, I don't know if, with the hunters, did you guys remember if you... So you're walking through, and you can see these people running away. And then you see the hunter beams coming behind them. If you circle to the right, you can hide, so the hunters will walk out right in front of you, exposing yeah. their back. Mm-hmm. And you can kill at least one of them pretty quickly. That's how I ended up doing it. Yeah. Yeah, because you get a shotgun right before then, too, so... 
you can kill one relatively quickly but but yeah so you, you just keep fighting through there's more brutes there's a guy with a hammer and invincibility um which is kind of hard or can be um and you get to this big anti-aircraft gun there's a more another group of um brutes surrounding the the gun and you know they have um some carbine and what am i trying to say the big rifle the covenant rocket launchers fuel rod fuel rod guns that's it um this guy with that and i don't know it's a pretty good fight it takes a little bit and then you have to blow up this aircraft gun where every time it shoots it kind of exposes like a target area and it's kind of resident evilly right it's like shoot the big red thing and so you do and then you blow it up and yeah that's the end of the mission blows up and then you see uh cuts to cutscene see a bunch of ships flying in and then right as they're getting close it's like a, a pulse goes out and everything goes dark and then mm-hmm. you look up and there's this big black orb floating above the prophet troop ship and all your ships are just kind of floating there like looks like they got it with like an EMP or something and all the covenant ships start entering through going through this portal and they've I think you find out right now they've opened a portal to the Ark, uh, which, as we know, controls all the Halos. So, you, uh, yeah. And then last thing you see before it cuts to the end of the mission is a Covenant ship fly out of slip space, and it's got all this flood goo coming off it. And it goes and it crash lands, and the flood have arrived on Earth. Bad news. Bum, bum, bum. It's real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that mission, and I kind of like that cutscene because um, it's a kind of a cool badass moment of hey, all the human ships are firing on the Covenant ship, and we're gonna get them this time. We finally got them. We're winning. We're gonna do it. And then yeah, they all disappear, and then it just everything goes tits up. It goes from <laughs> humans are winning to uh-huh. oh, now there's flood on the planet and the covenant got away. Like, yeah, yeah, the the worst possible situation. <laughs> yeah, the covenant is going to the thing that can fire all the halo rings. Oh, also yeah. the flood landed on earth. <laughs> right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Great. GG. Um so yeah, second mission uh starts right off from uh where you left off in the the previous mission. You and the Arbiter are watching the the ship fly over and crash, uh, full of flood, and at that point you decide we gotta blow up the city. And so again, recurring theme of we're gonna ignite a ship's core and blow up everything because they know with the flood, if a single flood farm gets away, the whole planet is doomed, and so they are willing to sacrifice the entire city and just nuke the whole damn thing just to as a safety measure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like that they stick with the if it ain't broke don't fix it like <laughs> way to solve the flood like right oh floods here all right what ship okay yeah ships there let's blow it up. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean the that, that's that's what the forerunners did. They built the halos. Mm-hmm. Basically, is like all right the floods here let's <laughs> nuke everything. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So. Yeah, basically, as soon as the flood showed up, the city was already destroyed. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it goes to show how terrible the flood is. Um, and so, yeah, you start the mission, you and the Arbiter, 
Uh, you do a little bit of backtracking to kind of the area you just came from, but now there's a lot of flood everywhere. Um, and they actually introduce the, uh, maybe you guys knew it at the time, probably not, uh, what they call pure forms of flood. Um, and so there are three forms, I believe, in this game, uh, where there's the tank form, and I always thought, like, oh, these guys are the, the brutes that have been taken over by the flood. They're definitely a lot bigger, can do more damage or take more damage. Um, not sure if they can hold weapons or not. So, and actually, these these tank forms are, they're not actually brutes. They're just, like I said, pure forms. They created flood. their own type of enemies. Like, the flood is advancing that much that they, they, they make their own species now. Really? When they're the ones that can transform later, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're, you're introduced to those guys right away. Um, you kind of fight your way through. You can grab... Uh, did you guys find the gravity hammer right away? Yep. Yep. Real quick, before the gravity hammer, though. Oh, no. Did you guys remember what you can do right at the start of this mission? No, I don't care about skulls, though. Right when you walk into the city, there's a flood that goes on top of a building, and he jumps over. And if you shoot him right before he jumps, he drops the skull. That's the only one I remembered of these three. Don't even care. Skull watch. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can grab the hammer. Um, you can grab a shotgun. You can grab SMGs. It's kind of a mishmash of weapons you can pick. Uh, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. So, yeah, choose-your-own-adventure with guns. What what could be better? Um, I don't know, anything but this mission. Yeah, it's it's fine. Th this mission is fine. Um, you kind of make your way. The hammer's a lot of fun. You can blow up a lot of flood at the same time. I remember I had a little bit of trouble. Of I didn't kill everything, so I was not getting checkpoints. Yeah. Um, mm. and so I made it clear through half the level, and I died, and it respawned me pretty much back at the start. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. And. That was really frustrating. Um, and I think even the time that I died was I grabbed the flamethrower. You can find the flamethrower in this map. Yep. Or in this mission. And it is worthless. Um, <laughs> I, I flamed the guy that was running toward me, and he hit me twice, and then I burned to death. Because he was on fire, and I was on fire. Mm-hmm. The is so bad. It's so bad. It's I so didn't bad. find it to be worthless you do walk really slow because it's like you're carrying the turret. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, Okay. Yep. I, I couldn't remember if it was the... Cause there's one of the Halo games where they added a flamethrower, and it's just like a regular gun. Um, yeah, I think that was the original Halo on PC, maybe. Yeah. But, uh... I... I don't know. I used it for a little bit and wasn't disappointed, so... Maybe maybe I was I, doing it wrong. I used it the very first hallway, and there's a swarm came at me. And then as soon as they started hitting me, I dropped it and killed them. So it, it didn't it didn't actually kill me, but it got very close. Yep. So yeah, once I kind of took my time and killed everything, checkpoints were fine. Um, move through the mission like a typical flood mission. You want the shotgun or a hammer or a sword? Hmm. Yeah, I used the sword mostly. Yeah. I use I use the hammer, but just it's just at that point it's just preference, really. Yep. 
and then you are eventually introduced into two other forms the the stalker form which has a lot more legs um, and I think I always took that as that was like the drone that the flood overtook because hmm. um, it kind of crawls along the ground and they're more drone like I guess I don't know but yeah, the, again the that's its own spidery. pure form yeah and then it then there's a ranged form um, which has like a lot of spikes up its torso ish thing I don't know how to describe it properly over an audio medium um, but basically kind of shoots needler ish like rounds that are I, they do kind of some damage I don't know if I actually got hit by them they can do, if there's multiple, I, I noticed if there's a, like two or three shooting at you, mm-hmm. they can actually kind of hurt you bad. But the carbine rifle or a battle rifle is super effective. And it it helps, too, that like their quote-unquote weak spot is the main thing facing you. So <laughs> it doesn't take much to, I don't know, they're not too, they're not too difficult. Hmm. Yep, so yeah basically meant to be just machine gunners they they set up and just shoot a bunch of spines at you um it is cool how those though the ranged ones and the tank ones can transform into each other right which is pretty cool yep these um these new flood forms reminded me a lot of like the enemies from dead space yes yeah if you took if you took the dead space guys and you removed all the other scary stuff and put them in a not scary but kind of creepy setting then you get this mission mm-hmm. yep 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 so you uh go through the mission killing flood uh you drop down a hole and then uh gravemine starts talking to you you dropped down a hole <laughs> what do you mean well, you dropped down a hole don't you how far it's been a little while we were on the the ship. You're on the Covenant ship that crash landed. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. This vision all kind of runs together. It only lasted like 10, 15 minutes, but... Yeah, well, you're on Earth. You get to the ship, and then you jump down into the ship. Yeah. You don't jump down, like, into the Earth, Earth's core, and now you're, you know, like... You, yeah, well, yeah, it's, you it's basically You basically travel back right to the point where you blew up the Scarab... And that's where the ship crash landed. Yeah. And then right. you you jump into the, yeah, you jump into the flood infected ship, and it's all like goopy and yep. like weird inside of the like really flood fleshy. Like. Yeah. Well, because they've had it since High Charity, so true. It's like super yeah. floody. Yeah. Um. And so you you fight your way through the the ship. Um. And. You know, you and Arbiter are kicking ass your way through, and there's kind of chatter on the comms of, hurry up, let's let's do it, we gotta stop them. And then, yeah, then, I don't know, you, one of you guys has to jog my memory. I, I forget, I feel like there was a hole. Yeah, well, actually, so before you get to the ship, or maybe right when it goes down, you, you get a signal from Cortana, and you think Cortana is on the ship. That's yeah. kind of that's part of the reason why you're also fighting there is because it's you got to blow up the reactor, but also um, there's a signal from Cortana, which if you remember you left her on high charity, and so yeah, yeah you you fighting through the ship. Um, you're not actually on the ship very long. There's no. only 
like one room that you need to clear, I think. You don't really even fight when you're on the ship. You're fighting to get yeah. into the ship. You drop in the hole, as Blaine says. Um, <laughs> and you're all by yourself. The Arbiter stays outside. The Gravemind starts talking to you, basically saying, Hey, you should uh, come join our side, and we'll win. And then you, uh, I, and then if you're me, you get lost trying to find the one button you're supposed to push. Yep, happened to me too. Um, uh, and you, you find, uh, Cortana, and she, uh, she basically tells you that, uh, that high charity is, is coming to somewhere, but then you get, um, like, the hologram sort of flickers, disappears, and then fucking three four three guilty spark shows up again. Yeah, he's back, Chungus. Yeah, so Chungus is like my Chungi boy. So Chungus wants to uh, help you because he wants to get rid of the flood, like Chungus has always wanted to do. So then you have to you you trust Chungus yet again. Um, so, I, I think he, like, takes Cortana, um, that little chip that you take out of the little hologram pedestal or whatever. And it's a recording of Cortana. It's right. not actual Cortana. Right. Right. So, yeah, so then you, like, go back onto a, uh, a Covenant ship, and then there's this whole big meeting where you, it's like, uh, Lord Hood... Captain Keys, um, the Arbiter, Master Chief. I think it's the uh, the the Shipmaster guy from the previous game, Halo Two, the the three mandibled guy. Yep, is there? And um, you sit there, you watch the uh, Cortana recording uh, after three four three Guilty Spark repairs it, and Cortana says that High Charity is on its way to Earth with an army of Flood. Um, but she can't tell you everything. The Grave Mind is aware that Cortana is in the system. But the Grave Mind doesn't know about the portal, where it leads, and there's a way to stop the flood without firing the Halo rings. And then Cortana says, Hurry, Chief, get to the Ark. There isn't much time. And that's where the recording ends. Um, and then there's sort of an argument on whether or not um, they should follow the Prophet of Truth through the portal or if they should stay behind and try to stop uh, the flood from infecting Earth. That you know, Lord Hood sort of argues like, you know, it could be a trap. Uh, the, you know, the Gravemind could have gotten to Cortana and, um, you know, Captain Keys, or I guess Commander Keys, basically says, you know, there's really no chance, or there's no choice. We kind of have to go through. The whole, all of humanity is at stake here. If if we can, if there's a chance to stop the flood, we need to do it now. So then Lord Hood says, all right, let's do it. Well, it's cool, because the, I like how the Covenant is just, I guess, well, I guess also they don't give a shit about Earth. But they're full on like, yeah, we're going through the portal. We're gonna go rip ass through the portal, yeah. and uh, oh yeah, the elites are pissed. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, they're they are super pissed off. Um, and also, so that part of the argument too is instead of blowing up the ship to kill the flood, the covenant 
ships just like glass. They say they glass the city. Yeah. And it's interesting because like Lord Hood gets pissed off at them. Now, granted, they did just you know blow up a city, but that was also your game plan. So like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was interesting that they get mad, but. This cutscene ends really, really cool. So, yeah, you, you decide... Basically, Lord Hood's like, all right, Keys and Chief, you guys, you know, and Johnson, take a squad, go through the portal with the elites and the Covenant and go... Um, I guess it is just the elites at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Go, you know, solve this problem, find Cortana, kill the Flood. And then there's a real cool scene where, you know, it shows... Johnson is carrying a bunch of human weapons, and the Arbiter is carrying a bunch of Covenant weapons. Yeah, that backwards. Oh yeah, other way around. Yep. So J- Johnson is coming from the co- the elites with elite weapons, walking back toward the Marines. Arbiter is doing the opposite with human weapons, and they kind of pass. And it's the first time that like the humans and the Covenant or the elites are actually coming together to fight as one against a common enemy where it was just the Arbiter before. And that's pretty cool. They're like exchanging weapons. And then you see phantoms as well, like flying over top of warthogs and they're all loading onto the ship to go fight together. And it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. go kill these stupid flood. Chungus. You're right. You're my boy. Let's do this. Yeah. No, I was, uh, it definitely is like, it feels it's like amped. everything's yeah everything's coming to a head here, right? Yeah, but so real quick before we go on to the next mission, Andrew, did you have a hard time with this? Because I'm looking at the score, and it looks like you had a hard time with this. Um, I <laughs> Blaine, it's not loading your score, so I can't tell. But uh, yeah, I had a hard time <laughs> at the beginning, um, oh, okay. because because I tried to. Uh, I was just trying to first. I tried to kill everything, but I didn't. I didn't know there was a hammer that you could find right away. Oh, that would make it very hard. Yeah. yeah. So I was just running around with like a battle rifle, maybe. I don't know. Um, and then I just started skipping stuff, and then <laughs> that wasn't working. I, I don't know. It, it it took me a while to get past the like the first area until I could find a sword and then I was good to go. So the the par score is a 25. Um, again, Blaine, I can't see yours, um, but I got a 27. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, you got an 8.8. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. But, yeah, so yeah, we're on to uh, the last mission of the, the podcast, The Ark. You're Andrew, take it take it away. Sure. So, um, oh my gosh. So basically, it starts with your um, y- you get out of the slip sp- the slip space portal, um, and you it's it's it feels very like Star Warsy, where like everybody mm-hmm. jumps out of hyperspace, and then there's like a bunch of enemy ships and like a planet there. And they just are like, ah, let's rush, rush to battle stations or whatever. So like the, the elites are giving out orders, and Commander Keys is giving out orders. But basically, Master Chief ends up on a. Okay, so they're in, they're in a Pelican, um, and you you start out with a sniper rifle. So this is like it, it's combining almost all of my favorite parts of Halo One into one mission, yep. where you. It's like the silent cartographer where you start out in a pelican 
and you're really jazzed to play because the music is just awesome and you saw a cool cutscene and you jump out of the pelican and now you got a sniper rifle and you're sneaking uh through like a desert up into the cliffs and so this is like the uh truth and reconciliation so you you kind of like What's what's cool is you're you're sneaking along this desert, but instead of at night like Truth and Reconciliation, it's during the day, and if you look up, you can see the Milky Way galaxy, um, which is like whoa, we are very far from home, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then yeah, you can here. you can also see like space battles happening, kind of like little explosions happening, um, so that's kind of cool, and you you make your way up the cliffside and then you basically get to like you know snipe at some brutes and jackals and grunts um and the the whole thing that you're trying to do is basically um uh go disable another anti-aircraft gun or at least prevent it from being established um Mm. So it's it's interesting where you you basically get to snipe a whole bunch and then you move on to like the next area and you get to snipe a couple uh, you know jackals snipers and and more brutes and then you fight a couple of uh, hunters get dropped down to stop you but if you still have sniper ammo they die pretty much in one shot um, if you can hit them in the back so I did not find it to be too difficult yeah if you have the right guns it's not bad. Yeah, I burned through my sniper rifle ammo at that point. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, the hunters came like, this is kind of crappy. <laughs> yeah, that was my experience also. I ended up having to kill the last hunter with a plasma pistol, oh, God. which took forever. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you do a couple of these little sniping spots, and eventually... Um, you wander up on some marines who were in a different pelican and that crash landed and they're like help us out get us you know there's there's some vehicles back at our pelican um so you you go to this like crash landed pelican that's got a couple of brutes uh that are like rooting around in it and you you wipe those out and you get in uh, i guess you have a choice between a warthog and a mongoose um, and I think there's like a couple of rocket launchers and, and other items on the ground to help you restock. And as soon as you um, you, you you hop in the uh, the vehicles, a couple of the like Specter, um, like weird like the Covenant basically Covenant warthogs show up. Uh, so you you go kill them, um, and your job now is like you you hear. Um, over the over the comms, you're being told to go find an area for like the giant, in amber clad, uh, big spaceship to land. So you have to go clear out some area, uh, which basically involves you driving your warthog around the desert, um, shooting ghosts uh, and other the specter, you know, covenant warthogs, which is kind of fun. Like that's. That is like the the best parts of Halo One that I enjoyed, like the the original Halo um, like ep- episode uh, mission two, um, and uh, the other ones in in Halo Two. I can't remember 
mission well, names, like but silent cartographer when you're driving around the beach, right? Assault yeah. on the control room, all all the fun ones, right? Yeah. Um, where you're just outside driving and blowing up shit. So that was that was really fun. So eventually, you I I don't know if I made a wrong turn or if I was supposed to go this way, but you you get to this like giant um, forerunner building that's like built into a mountain and um, so you what I ended up doing is I, I like parked my warthog um, at the base of it and I climbed up the side uh, a little bit and then there's this gate that you can't open and 343 guilty spark oh uh, 343 guilty spark is supposed to open it for you, but he's back on the in amber clad. So then, what I so I killed everybody there, tried to open the gate, and then I had to go like basically backtrack a ways to um, find some anti air uh, wraiths and blow them up to get the in amber clad to show up. Did I did I go the wrong way or? Nope, that's how you have to. That's, I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure that's how you yeah. have to do it. Because when you, so it's not actually backtracking. When you when you come in, you kind of go off this ledge right when there's a fork. But mm. if you keep going like what would be straight at the time, mm-hmm. it takes you into that area. And then when you come back, you just kind of loop around I and see. you go the other way. I, I, I'm ninety percent sure you have to do that first. Because okay. if I remember right, I tried to go the other way first, and it like doesn't let you okay but i could be i could be wrong about that yeah it just felt weird because like i had to backtrack and because i got to a dead end and it was like oh all right i guess i'll go back the way i came (laughs) yeah but then when i when i kept going back the way i came there was stuff that i didn't pass on the way there so i was like what the fuck happened here yep it was late when i was playing this mission i don't know about you guys as soon as i saw this whole mission, like, I liked the Warthog at first, but as soon as I could get in a chopper, I jumped in a Brute Chopper. Oh, And that's, yeah. how I, that's how I took out the enemies by that gate. And then, conveniently, when you're leaving the gate to go to, like, clear out the landing zone, mm-hmm. there's a fresh chopper just sitting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mine was all wrecked. I was like, oh, sweet, jumped off, got that one, kept going. Um, it's a good, good mission to play around with the... The brute chopper. It's I a good time. fucking i i had a roller coaster of chopper emotions. I jumped in a <laughs> chopper and I was I was wrecking shit and I'm like, yeah, this is good. Um, but then there's there's like a, a little fight um, that you have to do before you get to the anti air wraiths, where yep. there's there's a, a a regular wraith, and then there are like two choppers that come in. Plus, yep. there's a little like sniper nest. And a bunch of brutes and and grunts with fuel rod guns, and and two ghosts and two ghosts and two different kinds of turrets, and I was like, this this is why is it so hard? <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that had a lot of yep. problems on this this part. Exactly, I remember this exactly. <laughs> I think I spent the better part of a half hour trying to beat this little area just because i was like i refuse to use this chopper here it's terrible i hate it um and i kept thinking to myself like 
it, I, this this feels this level feels like a perfect scorpion level because mm-hmm. you're just driving through these canyons blowing up uh, you know vehicles that come at you and like this is in in previous all previous games you would be doing this in a scorpion and it, you would feel even better um, so what happens is is you kill the anti-aircraft wraiths and you get this awesome moment where like this giant like spaceship that does not belong this close to the ground zooms in and basically like lands on the ground and drops like four scorpion tanks yep like, oh okay so cool. cool now now you got to backtrack the way that you were like i could have really used a tank and there there are hardly any enemies to shoot on the way back <laughs> You you get a tank and you don't really use it for a while, um, so you you, you, Once you get to the door. Like, right, yeah. so you you have to backtrack back to the giant door. Did you guys remember the the your your buddy his sayings like right when you get the tank? So you take off and there's four tanks and then you there's like a couple ghosts that come out and uh, I remembered this from the other ones where the ghost comes and you blow up the ghost and he goes tank kills ghost. And then some oh, hunters yeah. come out and he goes, Tank kills Hunter! And then I think it's like a phantom or something. And I started shooting that and it started blowing up. It's like, Tank kills everything! And I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, it does. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. And he's like, just this little hype man. And it just, I don't know, I knew exactly what they're trying to do, but man, it worked. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yep, Tank does kill everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you you get back up to the door, and you have three four three guilty spark. He opens he, you know he opens up the door, um, and what? So you have to hop out of your tank at this point, and yep. you go inside of a building. You push a button, and it opens up a gate to let all of the tanks come through. And then I didn't jump back in my tank. I just kept going through. Did you guys yep. turn around and go back in your tank and drive through the lower door? I thought no. you were supposed to keep going up top. Yeah, I yeah, guess. I, I don't know. I just kept going up top. I think you're supposed to. All right. Cause, well, because then, yeah, when you do pop out, then there's the guy with the goss hog. Mm. Yep. Which is which is pretty cool. Did you guys get the terminal that was in there? Uh, Maybe. No. I think I found one terminal. The terminals in Halo 3 suck. They're just... um text terminals yeah they're yeah. boring they are very boring what i if i remember right too halo 3 with the terminals was the first time when you could actually like dig deep into the lore in game yeah i mean they're just text things but if you actually like read them it's there's so much to it and it, it actually kind of lets you dive in there if you want to mm-hmm. um so i, I like that they added them because like for people that would really enjoy that you know that that's kind of cool, but even when I was way into Halo, like back in the day, and I was playing these a lot and playing the campaign, the fact that it takes a while to get into the terminal, like you have to read it all, and it takes you out of the gameplay, like you were just driving a tank, mm-hmm. and then the next <laughs> thing is, well, hold on, read these texts a little bit. I know you're gonna get back in the tank in like a second, but don't you want a breather? It's like, no, <laughs> I want, just leave me in the tank. Yeah. I'm going. Right. Yeah, I've never paid attention to the terminals until these playthroughs that we've been doing. 
But anyway, so you open up the door, you let the people through, um, you get in a, a warthog with a gas cannon on it, and you can drive it around if you want, um, and as soon as you um, get in that, a scarab walks around, and you have to kill a scarab, um, but it's super easy because you've got like four uh, scorpion tanks. I like this part. It was it was kind of a cool, you know, you're joining your big army again, and you know, full force. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah, if you had the goshog, you're kind of cruising around on that, and all the tanks are trying to catch up to you, and they're blasting stuff out of the sky. Yeah, there's wraiths that they're shooting. There's phantoms. There's ghosts. Um, yeah. What I ended yeah. up doing was um, jumping out of the goshog and jumping into a scorpion. Yeah, I think I did the same, actually. I just stole some guy's scorpion and went with that. Yeah. yeah. There's a real cool, like, almost like a racetrack when you get the goshog. That you, like, fly down this hill and there's one little group to kill. But, yeah. And it was like, oh, man, this is really fun. But as soon as I saw the tank again, I was like, nope, nope, nope. This is better. <laughs> get me back in the tank. So, um, you do you do what you did two missions ago. You shoot it in the knees. It bends down. You jump on. You blow it up. I, I, for it took me like two three minutes wandering around the scorpion to find the thing to blow it up. <laughs> like I found it instantly the first the first time, uh, it, you know, two missions ago. But on this time, I could not find it. I don't. I. <laughs> it and it's not really even that late. big. I stayed in my scorpion and just killed it from outside. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, you can just shoot it from outside. I didn't. I jumped in it. I do remember thinking after I killed the scorpion, like, "All right, mission over." Because it's no, yeah, I like know, a, right? It's a long mission, like even to this point. And then you're like, "Nope, nope, keep going." Now you got to charge up this hill, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I guess yeah. there's more." <laughs> right. So you you blow, you blow up the scarab, and then uh, you're like, "All right, uh, time to run up this forerunner building." And like, I couldn't even remember what weapons I had at this point because I had been in a scorpion and in a warthog for like the last twenty minutes. And, uh, uh, what even, what even happens? You run up the building. There's, like, jackal snipers that are kind of holding you down. So you gotta kind of, like, fight up this ramp where there's some snipers and some brutes. It's, I think, on Legendary, it'd be really hard. But Mm -hmm. it's not too bad on Heroic. As long as you take your time, you can just kind of work your way up it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You, um, God, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, so you, you go in, you have to, like, you go in a room that reminds reminds me a lot of, like, Halo 1, where you, uh, like, uh, assault on the control room. Oh, yeah, duh. The whole point is, is you're trying to find the control room on the arc, basically. Is it the control room or the cartographer? Oh, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> it's Dude. the cartographer. Whatever, fine. You're trying to find the cartographer. It's, it's all the same. Okay, I, I could talk more about that. But you, um, you go into you go into this room, and there's a bunch of sleeping grunts, and there's a brute captain who's peeing in the uh, in the corner of the room. <laughs> I must have missed that. I missed that too. And so. You can kill the grunts and the brute, and then um, you go up an elevator. 
only to find more more grunts or sorry more brutes and some jackals and then you kind of like you're like right at the end of the mission at this I point. know right I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's anything else basically you like you 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 end up like going down a ramp and then you get into this like big open space um that you can see outside and there's some cool waterfalls um and you have to shoot a bunch of brutes who have jetpacks and a couple who have hammers um you kill them you get the cartographer and then a uh, a pelican picks you up and um the prophet of truth well, you see, at you. right when you get to the end you see, so you, yeah, you find the map, and then you see all of the sentinels kind of popping up, and yeah. they all start flying off. And Chungus tells you they're all um, carrying out some kind of protocol. And then there's a Johnson kind of jumps on, and he said there's an aerial assault coming, and the Arbiter stays behind. And I'm pretty sure, don't you go with like three, four, three, and the sentinels, and you kind of go with them where they're going? Yeah, you, you get in your pelican. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's it. So, that, I mean, this mission was cool, but it took forever. Yeah. Um, but it... I think if the mission were probably half as long, uh, it would have been maybe top mission of all the all of the trilogy. Because it, well, it, yeah. it, it included all of the pieces that I liked... But the things like the the filler was not fun. It it could have ended when the uh, the ship came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that could have been like the break point, and it would have been two solid missions back to back of like this is fun and like. But they yeah for whatever reason they combined them into one giant mission. Um, but yeah no it it was very fun vehicle combat outdoor, moving forward. And progressing the story, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It is definitely long. It takes, yeah. it. but it didn't feel. I don't know. I thought it was good enough where it wasn't. I wasn't annoyed that it was long. I just I did notice. I was like, oh, okay. I thought this was over, and then I would do another error and go, oh, okay. I guess I got more to do. But every time there was a little bit more, it was still fun, and so I, I never felt like it was dragging. Like, the library is long and it feels long because you're punishing yourself the whole time. Um, and this isn't anywhere close to that. I thought, overall, I thought it was really good. Just, it is a very, very long mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, final final thoughts on the, the middle portion of Halo 3. So, yeah, if you remember, there's nine playable missions. So, we're on the, the middle third. So, thoughts... Final thoughts on these. Um, I thought it, it, this is kind of where it ramps up, um, w- w- and you can finally see that like it's, it's cool seeing the elites um, and the humans coming together, and like you can see them working together for like the first time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was it. Seemed it, it was it was pretty cool. And the the stakes have been raised quite a bit because the floods everywhere now, and you know the shit's just falling apart. And now you're so far away from home, and you're on this like master, um, like you know, forerunner 
uh, it's not even a planet. It's just like a facility that could that could launch all seven Halos at the same time. So it's just like it felt. It, it feels like the trilogy is definitely coming to an end. So it, that that part's good. Yeah, right. I, was, I was just gonna say it. It gives you a sense of finality, like you're getting to the end. Because all, all the other ones, it feels like you know, okay, I'm in this mission, but it's still enclosed and like, like the first one, like I'm, I'm fighting this, but it's just on this Halo ring. Halo Two, you're fighting through different parts, but it's still like, kind of just that mission is what matters. I mean, once you get to the arc and like everything's going bad, it's like, this is gonna end one way or another. Like either we're gonna win or we're gonna lose, but you know, the fight's over one way or another. And I think you get that sense in this mission. Like, you know, it's starting. Right. I uh, I am looking forward to playing Legendary with you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the next three missions we got, we're going to play the Covenant uh, individually, kind of like we have been on, on Heroic. And then we've agreed to play Cortana and the final mission, Halo, uh, three-way co-op, uh, and on legendary, so that is going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, with that, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening to another episode of uh, Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved, and we will see you next week. Bye bye, Radio Lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Craig. Bye, Chungus. <laughs> bye, bye, Chungus, Daddy.